Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Focus Radio. This is Alyssa Bramland. I'm one of your hosts, and I'm joined today by my co-host, Liz Yam. Hi, Liz. Hi. I'm excited <laughs> to talk about this topic today, planning your perfect Yeah, week. exactly. So today we're going to talk about a little bit about time management, but really it's more about kind of planning out what your week is going to look like and there's lots of different ways to do this, but we're going to talk about talk, uh, talk about some techniques that we use so that we can get our schedules kind of to work for us instead of always feeling like we're just trying to play catch up with our schedules. So, um, one today I was talking with a client of mine, and she was really struggling with uh, her time management, and it was more about kind of feeling guilty about working, you know, when when she's working, she feels like she should be with her kids or with her husband, and then when she's with her kids or her husband, she's feeling guilty because she's not getting her work done. And so what, this is a common thing that happens, I think, especially for women, I know, because I live it, and I just, I've heard it from so many people, and that it's just a common thing that we deal with. And so what I did with her today was an exercise on how to plan her perfect week. So we're going to get into that in a little bit. But before we dive into that, um, I just wanted to say go ahead and check out our website, thefocusradio.com. We've got lots of shows and episodes about all different kinds of topics that have to do with work and um, living your dream and you know trying to figure out what you want to do or how to make your business successful. So we have all kinds of topics there. And um, we also have, you can follow us on Twitter, or on Facebook, again, the Focus Radio for both of those. So how are you, Liz? Have you had ever had to deal with any of that guilt when you're trying to work or or guilt when you're not working, that you should be working? Well, you know, not so much now because now my kids are grown and out of the house. So that <laughs> it's not too big of a deal now. Um, although sometimes yeah. when they their schedule allows for it and they want to do something and it doesn't always fit into my day, I, I do wish that I could. When they were younger and I was a working mom, uh, yeah, I always had that guilt. Not too bad, really, but more so if there was some event I couldn't go to or if somebody wasn't feeling good or, you know, something like that. Um, And that didn't really happen too often. Uh, But in general, I feel like I've had fairly good boundaries about it. I mean, it's just kind of the reality. If you Mm -hmm. work, you and have a family and have uh, friends and a home and all that kind of stuff. You just sort of have to make it all work. So I don't ever remember feeling too, um, not you know, not too guilty about it, but every now and then, you know, something happens uh-huh. and you can't be in two places at one time. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I wonder, you know, you're really kind of a driver when we look at the disc. Yeah. So you're dominant and a driver, and I wonder... Because you're so result-driven, you know, that's kind of your MO and your bottom line kind of thing, maybe mm-hmm. you are, maybe that's a little easier for you because you don't, maybe that, you know what I mean, it might just be a different thing because you're motivated by getting the results. And so 
that might be why you're so good at the time management thing because I know people do look to you for that and you do have a lot of good coping things with time management. Well, I will say that I've never had, in my mind anyway, I've never really felt like I've had a hard time with uh, time management. It's not, it's just not been a real difficulty for me. I don't feel, you know, I I don't know why that is. I don't know if it's like you said because of my personality and I tend to be more of a driver and get right to the bottom line, which also means I like to get right to whatever I'm doing and then Mm -hmm. get on to the next thing. And that's always what a lot Mm -hmm. of it is. So I don't feel like um, that's much of it. The biggest part where I'll feel like my time is out of control is when I'm wasting time, when I'm not doing something productive. If I feel like I'm doing something productive, most of the time, for one thing, it doesn't take as long as I think it's going to take. When we're doing those productive Mm -hmm. things, we can bang them out pretty quickly. It's when it's kind of that indecision creeps in. It's like I'm not really sure what I should be working on or just procrastinating for whatever reason. It's the procrastination stuff that really tends to bring some of that extra feeling of guilt or whatever. Because I think because you don't know what you're doing. And if you don't know what you're doing, why not spend your time doing something you'd rather be doing? Mm-hmm. If that if sure. that makes sense. Yeah. What I find for for myself and for a lot of my clients is that we get we feel like we're doing something productive, and we have kind of these this busy work that we do that kind of expands to fit the amount of time that we have in our day. And then by the end of the day, maybe we felt like we were being productive while we were working, but then realized that, well, we didn't really produce anything. We just kind of, you know, did busy work. That that wasn't really dollar productive activities. And so <clears throat> I think, and then what happened, what I found for myself and for my clients is then all of a sudden it's like we got to really scramble because we procrastinated on all of the dollar generating activities. And so we got to scramble to get those done in order to make any money or we're out of business, you know? So mm-hmm. that's, I think, a big thing. Have you struggled with that ever? Well, sure. Yeah. I mean, that, I mean, yeah, that, that's probably, I think, more, more of a common one for me. So how mm-hmm. do you help your, so when you're, when you're working and helping somebody out with that, what do you do with them? Do you do, like have them write a to-do list or mm-hmm. how do you help them get on track? Yeah. So, well, the first thing that I like to do, and you can, it'd be interesting to see what your thoughts are on this, but so the first thing we do is we take a calendar. And, of course, I work with a lot of realtors. So realtors are working seven days a week and um, and evenings and weekends, you know, because that's when our clients are available. And I think, so in the real estate industry, but I think this will be common with entrepreneurs as well, but in the real estate industry, you know, if you're not available, you feel like your clients are going to go somewhere else. And so um, so what I try to get them to do, first of all, is we get a seven-day spread calendar, and then we really try to plan out what our perfect week is going to be. And the first thing that we start with is their time off, their time that they're not working. And this is always a hard one to get realtors to do, is to figure out a day that they're actually not going to be working. Um, because you know, they just feel like they need to work all the time, you know, even though a lot of the time that they're in the office is not productive, you know. So so typically, I'll have them take one day off, not on the weekend, unfortunately, because that, that's when real estate is, is busy, but um, mm-hmm. usually they'll take a day off in midweek, Wednesday or Thursday, 
and then I really make them commit to not working at that time. And then the next thing we do is we get their family time in there, date night with their spouse or significant other, some time with their kids, and then all of those things that really matter, like, you know, the working out piece or whatever it is that they want to spend their personal time on. So we get all that in the calendar, first of all. And then um, the rest of the time we break up into three activities, you know, as far as their work day. Um, it's either time that they spend working on their, their um, kind of I call it housekeeping, where it's just like those things that you need to do in order to stay in business, like pay your bills, follow up on your files, that kind of stuff. They're not really dollar generating, but they, they are important. Then the next thing we work on uh, is we, and I like to time block, so we'll block out a couple big, two major slots, like three to four hours. And then if any work comes in that would fit in that category, it just goes in the basket. And then during those two slots in the week, then they do that work. You know, so what happens is you end up, really compressing the amount of time that you have to get that work done and you just kind of pound through it, okay? So because it's important to do that stuff, but it doesn't necessarily have to be done the second that that work comes in, you know? So that's right. so that's one thing. So that's a big help. And then the second thing we do is we block out um, time for their marketing. And this is where uh, I think with real estate, for sure this is a big deal, and I think this is a big deal for all entrepreneurs, and that is that, we need to block out time to work on our business instead of in it. And so, um, but the problem is that we don't do that because we feel guilty. I don't know about you, but I guess I am Catholic, so I get a lot of guilt, you know. And so, um, <laughs> so I feel, you know, if, if I'm not, like, producing or, or doing some, you know, some uh, selling or, or whatever, if I'm just kind of daydreaming or kind of, or being creative about my business, I sometimes feel like that's not being productive in my business. But actually that time is so important that we have to set it aside and it has to be, you know, a major piece of our business because that's the only way that we can grow our business is if we work on um, on improving it, you know, and, and uh, thinking about what we're going to do and dreaming and planning and that type of thing. So I usually haven't set aside one large block of time, four hours or so, to work on that. Because, you know, how that is when you get creative, you're, um, you you don't want to have to stop after just a little bit of time because sometimes it takes us a little bit of time to even get in the groove, you know, and then yeah. be able to be thinking about it. So that's important. And then all of the leftover time is the time that we spend prospecting or networking or on appointments. And so we'll even go so far as to draw in when am I going to have my appointments, when am I going to have my open houses, when am I going to be on a listing appointment or showing a buyer, you know, all of those things that are measurables that you can do to uh, grow your business. And so we plug all that in there, and then I really try to have them stick to it. And, um, you know, uh, it's super productive, and they feel much more in control of their schedule. So tell me your thoughts and your feedback on that type of a plan. Well, yeah, I think that's it. It's really all about, I think first you have to figure out what you want, right? And then what are those steps you have to take to get there? But the first question has to be, what do I want? If I want to have a successful real estate business, just for instance, well, what does that mean? I probably have to sell some homes. How many homes do I have to sell? How many appointments does that mean? What prospecting do I need to do? And if you're going to be in real mm-hmm. estate, which is a little non-traditional or any any type of a career that's non-traditional like that, meaning not your 9 to 5 or Monday through Friday. Mm -hmm. You might have evenings Mm -hmm. or weekends, and a lot of people have to do that. 
you know, you just sort of have to be okay with it. I think some of it mm-hmm. is that it's just sort of accepting what it is, you know, here's the deal, mm-hmm. and have and having to accept it. Now, not everybody likes that viewpoint because <laughs> it requires some, uh, uh, I don't know, personal responsibility or something, right? I made this choice and now mm-hmm. here it is. How do I make the best of it? How do I How do I make the most of it? And so I think a great question to ask ourselves is this, if or I would feel fulfilled if blank, right? So we could look at our day. I would feel fulfilled if my day looked like this. And then what would that look like? And I think it's a lot of times it's a lack of really defining what that looks like. Because when we're just when we have just that feeling that we should be doing something, I think that's where the guilt mm-hmm. comes from. I'm not a psychologist, mm-hmm. so I don't know for sure. But just from my own mm-hmm. experience, it's that not really knowing what I want. It's just kind of this lurking feeling out there. I should be doing something. I should be yeah, all the things yeah, <laughs> yeah, doing this or that uh, or the other thing. Well, it, during a week's time, like you said, so if you are if you start to break it down, um, if having dinner as a family every night together around the table at whatever time is important, then, you know, is that doable or not? Then you can look and see if it's realistic. If if it isn't maybe every night, how many nights is it? You know, so what's your mm-hmm. minimal acceptable standards as well? So minimal acceptable mm-hmm. standards. Is it, you know, going on a date night? How often? Is it weekly? Mm-hmm. Is it monthly? You know, what it, what is that? Um, but I think once you start to define what it actually looks like, and then it's a little bit easier to build around it because otherwise you would just always have this nagging feeling that you're supposed to be doing something that mm-hmm. you're not doing. And, you know, mm-hmm. so I I would, feel, feel, I would feel fulfilled if I had what? You know, one date night a week. I spent, mm-hmm. you know, some one-on-one time with my kids, say, you know, once a week or once a month, depending on how old your kids are, of course, um, right. and, you know what they what, what they have going on as well. <laughs> if you have a five year old, probably more than like once a month. <laughs> you know, I can't see my grandkids every single day because that's all I want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. No. No. Oh. <laughs> oh boy. Wait till you get to that point in life. Uh, no, it's hard, but, but you know, yeah, I think you're right because I think another thing I've noticed is that realtors and, and actually all entrepreneurs that I've worked with, they kind of balk at that kind of deciding what they're going to do with their schedule and then sticking to it because part of the reason that we go into business ourselves is so that we can have that freedom. At least that was a big mm-hmm. motivator for me, you know. And so then they balk at having a schedule, but then I say, well, you probably work more without a schedule than you would with a schedule because you just end up working all the time. You know, you never turn it mm-hmm. off. So so I think that's a big thing too when people realize that they can um they can get control of their schedule because I think at least you know and it seems like this time of year also kind of brings it out. I notice it more this time of year because we start to feel like it's the end of the year. We've only got a month and or two two months left to get anything done and oh my gosh, how am I going to do it? You know, and people start to panic. So I think that's part of it too. But oh yeah, yeah. But but I do think it's important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that you know another thing that you had mentioned that I think is important too. It's what are those consistent daily activities? What are the things that you need to do every day? Again, in order to feel fulfilled. 
And, you know, most Mm -hmm. of the things that we have to do in our business don't take an entire day. I think in general, Mm -hmm. businesses, companies could be streamlined a lot. I think a lot of time waste goes on. If you think about it, if you have a regular, like a corporate job, or you're an employee working with personally, you have a standard eight-hour day. Well, in that eight-hour day, people aren't really working eight hours. And I know that because mm-hmm. I used to be one of them. And, and I used to manage mm-hmm. them. <laughs> and, and an eight-hour day is really only about six hours. And of that, mm-hmm. you know, what's the productive time? You know, depending on what, what kind of work you do, obviously. If you're on an actual production line, then you're probably being a lot more productive than most people. But most people who have, say, desk jobs or office jobs or something like that, you know, there's there's a lot more. You're you're locked in for your eight hours, but you're not necessarily doing productive work all the time. So then if you're a lot of people who come out of that kind of an environment and want to go make a go of it on their own, you know, all of a sudden you have all this time. But you don't have those people around you to fill it with either. All that, you know, mm-hmm. the talking and the chit-chatting and things like that that go on. So, you know, what are your consistent daily actions? What are the things that you need to do every day? The most important things, our favorite, one of our favorite books, The One Thing, what's the one most important mm-hmm. thing you need to do every day so that everything else will become easier. So you get that done. It's not eight hours of that one thing. Mm-hmm. It might be, you know, mm-hmm. depending on what level. If you're going out for the Olympics or something, then you're probably training minimum of eight hours a day. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a mm-hmm. totally different level. But if you want to make a nice living and you want to be able to have that freedom and that flexibility, you still have to figure out, well, what are those minimum things that I be, need to be doing, my minimum activities? How do I fill in that How do I fill in that blank on my schedule where Alyssa said I have to have an appointment that during that time? Mm-hmm. How do I get that appointment, right? What are you going to have to do mm-hmm. to be able to get that? Make that happen. And, yeah, and then again, what is that? So is it, you know, how many... So when we stick with the realtor theme, how many houses do you need to show each week, each day? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I've never been a realtor. I have no idea how many yeah. you show a yeah. day, but um, but how many is that? And then what do you need to do? And then you're like, and then it's like, wow, if you have those showings, yeah, you can always go out and get more, or you can be okay with that. I have mm-hmm. two showings today. Oh, looks like I have time to do some other things. Or at least just walk away from it and not feel guilty about it. You know, mm-hmm. and what are, what are the hobbies that you want to do? But it's really, I think, it, for me, it always starts when I'm doing this kind of work with people. It really is a lot of brainstorming and figuring out what do you want? What do you want? What are you trying to make happen here? Mm-hmm. Um, and then from there, then you just plug it in. Make it happen. Mm-hmm. Right. But... So what I know do you for do? Me, How do you? Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Well, I was just saying, I know for me, what? if I don't write, if I don't, if I don't write it down, it ain't gonna happen. And I know that. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you something. So there's been some something's been on my mind recently, and I better get on it really quick. My husband's birthday is coming up on the 10th of November, so I oh. want to. With everyone scattered now, all the kids are older and stuff. I would love to have a family dinner. Right, we haven't been really good about doing that kind of thing about celebrating. You know, everyone getting together and celebrating. Well, whoever can, anyway. The kids' schedules are all so crazy too. And but if I don't get something out there soon, it isn't going to happen. And mm-hmm. I actually meant to do that all year with with everyone's birthday. So far, 
we haven't been too successful. Um, you know, that's one of those things, like for me, I would say I'd like to do it, but haven't actually taken that step. So I know I want to do it. Now I just have to go out and take the step to make it happen. Yeah, right. So if you come across, if you, so if you if you had a client that told you I'm just really overwhelmed and I can't seem to get, you know, the time set aside to work on my business or to do the things I need to do in my business because I'm a wife and a mom and it's just like everybody's pulling at me, everybody wants me. What's the first thing you would do to help them to kind of get grounded and figure out what they want? What would be your first step? Well, first I take those, so breaking it down to those seven areas or those six areas, however many you do, right? You're talking about relationships, yeah, work, yeah. career, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then just brainstorm. Mm-hmm. Take an hour where you can have some quiet time, uninterrupted, and stress-free time, and just write down everything you want, right? So it's your career, maybe it's, I don't know, two appointments a day, who knows, whatever it is, doesn't matter. Um, just write it all down. And then I always tell people, then just set it aside for a couple of days. Once you have your brainstorming sheets and, you know, just don't edit yourself, wild and crazy, whatever. Just write down as many ideas as you can. And then set it aside for a couple of days. Then come back to it and then circle your top three in each of the areas. So mm. what would that ideal, how would that, you know, I would feel fulfilled if this was going on. So in, in that, what I'm doing when I'm thinking about this is like for my annual plan. Annually, this is what I'm going to strive for. Just mm-hmm. top three. And with relationships, what does that look like? So again, is it date night with your spouse, significant other, every, you know, how often? Um, time with the kids, friends, uh, parents, whatever. You know, what is it that you said you wanted? So circle your top three and then make those a priorities. And then it just just from there, then you put, pop that into your plan, your perfect week calendar. That's how mm-hmm. I. That, that's good. That's a good streamlined process to kind of figure out like uh, what like what my one of my friends Terry Johnson likes to say, what hat do you want to wear? <laughs> you know, in, mm-hmm. right. in this part of your life, yeah, what's your hat you're gonna wear? It's kind of funny. So um, okay, so you do it a little a little bit more. Um, that's good, I think, because that gets more into the people's motivations, why they're doing the things that they do. So yeah. That's probably, yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, you know, you have to have flexibility. You have to be flexible. Mm-hmm. I wanted to golf mm-hmm. every Monday and Friday. That was going to be my plan for the summer, that my perfect week would have been golfing on Monday and Friday. <laughs> and I could do other mm-hmm. things you know, in between. Well, that doesn't mm-hmm. always work out, you know. Um mm-hmm. But I overall, I'm pretty satisfied with the amount of golfing that I got in over the summer. You know, overall, I'm mm-hmm. satisfied with, you know, with where I spend my time. Um, you mm-hmm. know, and if you're not, you can you can get back on track. So I want to hear. I want to ask you because we're going to be wrapping up here in a few minutes. But like, what's your okay. perfect day? What's your perfect day? Hmm. Well, my perfect day usually I like well, I get up and have coffee with my husband. That's that's a really important part of my day. And then I like, I'm kind of an early riser, so I like to get to work right away and have like a, you know, three or four hours of pretty much focus on whatever it is that I'm getting done that day. And then I like a little bit of a break in the afternoon. Um, maybe I'll work a couple more hours and then I'm usually done by five, 
five or six is the latest, and then I'm done. And I try right. to, well, yeah, I try to turn off my, my, uh, but, you know, I can't stop checking my email. I do check my email all night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, I do kind of have that. It's pretty consistent, um, kind of the same all the time. I, you know, I'm luck, lucky I get to have my office at home, which is really nice. And so, um, so yeah, my days are pretty good. How about you? Well, I love it when I I love it when I don't have any uh anything to do first thing in the morning. It's okay, but I prefer like to have to go out and do a training session in the afternoon. They're not all like that, mm-hmm. but it's a variety, so it's okay. I don't mind it once in a while having to get up at the you know, before the crack of dawn to be on the road to head out somewhere to do a training. But ideally I like to get up kind of without having the alarm clock. And I like to get up early, but only if it's without the alarm clock. I'm so weird that way. Like if, <laughs> like if I have to get up, I just hit the snooze button so many times. I'm like, I don't want to get up. But if I don't have it on, I always just naturally wake up. But I like that, get my coffee. I love to, like, first thing, start doing some work right away, um, even before yeah. I take an hour. Anything, sit down, especially if I'm writing or something. I got, usually could get a really good hour of solid, uninterrupted, you know, writing or something then. And then just leisurely, mm-hmm. you know, shower, do whatever. And then, um, and then I love it, like I said, go do some training in the afternoon, come home. And I will, um, I'll work all night. I don't mind it, though. I like to. But it's just putsy kind of stuff, you know, putsy. Mm-hmm. I just I just kind of have that thing where I have to have my technology in my hand, either um, my phone, which is I'm not working. That's, we now know I'm just doing Facebook. But if I, I was, I always have my laptop out. And, you know, we, we're pretty low-key, my husband and I. So a lot of times in, maybe he's watching something on TV or something, and I'll sit in the living room with him. Um, mm. I maybe watch or not watch, but I'll just kind of just kind of put it put around and you know do some of the little little work stuff, you know. Yeah. This kind of the yeah. the mindless kind of stuff, but I like that. I don't mind mm-hmm. it. And um, but that so that's kind of a good like a weekday day for me where mm-hmm. you've got that flexibility. You're, you're getting the work in, but you've got the flexibility. Mm-hmm. It's not you know grinding out. Eight hours, but I do that too sometimes, and that's okay too. It's just yeah. what I really love is that the variety. Every day is not the same. Every day is always a little yeah. bit different. Um, where you get yeah, you know, doing nice different thing. things, going different places. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do have a lot of variety. You get to you work with so many different companies, and you're you know traveling, and it's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it it is, you know, but um I yeah, I really like that a lot. That's not for everybody, you know, but I'm at a stage where, you know, with my kids being gone and stuff, I feel like I welcome travel. I'm looking forward to doing more traveling and I like it a lot. Um, even sometimes if it's just a car trip or whatever, you know, or going driving somewhere uh for a few hours mm-hmm. or something. I don't mind. I love that time. So I get to just listen to what I want to listen to and I always listen to a lot of educational or inspirational type programs on the radio or CDs, and I just love it. Looks all okay for me. Looks good. But, you know, it's been, I can't, and I can't say it's been perfectly planned either. Most of the stuff, a lot of times, you know, I've made sort of steps towards that, but most of my life I have to just, I have to stop myself short every now and then and look around and go, hey, you know what? Life's pretty good. Life's pretty good. Got a lot to be grateful for, you know? Um, but yeah. I spend too much time focusing on 
what I want that I don't have or what's missing, that's no fun mm-hmm. either. Then you can't really no. appreci- appreciate. You've got to every now and then look around and go, wow, this is pretty great. It might not be perfect, but it's pretty great. That's why I think we feel that way this time of year here in Minnesota with the fall colors and stuff. It's just easy to be feel good about things. So pretty. Oh, yeah. so, well, we just got to wrap it up. We've only got we've got a minute and a half left here. So just kind of just to kind of wrap up what we've been talking about. You know, if you are feeling overwhelmed or stressed or feel like you're not getting enough done in your day, kind of rewind, listen to the beginning of our show, and think about. Can you do some time blocking? Can you kind of schedule things out for yourself to make it not quite so overwhelming and so you can be just a little bit more productive? I I have been when I especially when I first started out with my business was incredibly structured with that and I found that to be really helpful and gave me kind of that feeling of control. So that might be something to consider if you are struggling with that. But um, well, we want to thank you for joining us today. And again, uh, you know, check out our website, Focus Radio. We've got lots of shows on there for you. And um, we'll be back in a couple weeks. And um, we will look forward to talking with you then. In the meantime, what do you got to say, Liz? Stay focused. <laughs> That's right. Have a great day, everybody. <laughs> You're listening to The Focus Radio Show on the EWN Radio Network.